That song, I don't know where you've been. That's Elvis Love Me Tender from 1956. And I don't know why I'm doing this to my poor guests. I'm making them cry before they talk to me. Each uh, each week at this time, I, I usually give a bit of a plug for a wonderful information uh, service, and it's called Health Direct, and it's healthdirect.gov.au, and it's 1800 022 one eight hundred zero double two triple two, a website that also understands you don't always have access to a website. And on the line is the CEO of Health Direct, Karen Borg. Karen, that song, you dedicated it to your mum? I did, yes. Thank you for playing that, Sally. That was actually the year that she uh, arrived in Melbourne, actually, from, uh, from oh. Europe. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, very many, many, many reasons why that's an important song for you, and uh, it's lovely to do it. Look, I, I, as I just said, every week I, I talk about Health Direct, and I thought it was a really good idea to get you on to tell us more about Health Direct. Well, thank you very much for inviting me. Um, I have to say, it is it is certainly right now um, an area of government which is getting a lot of interest. Uh, telehealth, as as you know, has been uh, has been really a subject where I think both. If you're in the sort of community, as well as, of course, if you're in government, um, people are really discovering it for the first time virtually. Absolutely. And uh, I think people also need to know where to go for good information. And there's so many people claiming to have the expert advice. But the thing about Health Direct is you take an evidence-based approach. You are government-funded, so people might say, oh, it's the government, but it's not. You're independent. Um, And you spend a lot of time putting stuff in lay terms. Well, exactly right. And I think what, what I'd like to sort of, I guess, um, highlight is that, you know, often medical advice, and you would notice yourself, can be a little bit difficult to understand. Um, so what we really do is we take health advice, um, health information, and we also do triage as well. But pr- primarily what we're trying to do is make it um, understandable. So if you have some concerns, if you have any symptoms, you want to understand what exactly might be going on or you want to speak to somebody, our service provides clinical uh, call handlers and nurses primarily, um, as well as GPs. But we, uh, we also have lots of online support as well, which can pretty much um, give you the information you need to work out what's going on. Now, tell us about the COVID helpline and the sort of things people are ringing about. Uh, what are they most worried about? Well, I have to say, initially, um, I guess my expectation was people wanted to know more about what COVID-19 was, or, of course, you know, it was also being called coronavirus. Um, And, um, you know, we've had, since January, we've had sort of nearly 750,000 calls. So there's definitely a high degree of interest. But what we've really seen is sort of the big interest area and the main questions around uh, sort of this particular sort of disease has been visiting other states and territories. Um, I mean, that's been a big thing, travel, understanding what's involved, where I can go, what what can I do? Um, and then, okay, if I'm getting tested, that's probably the second question. How long do I, do I sort of really sort of, will it take before I find out what I've got or indeed if I have it? Um, and then you sort of move into the symptoms. Finally, of course, and this is a big area of confusion is, you know, what does self-isolating mean? You know, how do I do mm. it? In my own home, you know, I mean, it's, it's challenging, right, to sort of work it out. And then finally, close contact, that's the other thing, you know, sort of. Uh, and I have to say, having been out to the shops today, um, you know, people are out and about a lot more. So I think the close contact aspect is going to be 
more more on the subject than before. Mm. It's interesting, isn't it? I noticed the same thing. There seems to be a lot more cars around. Uh, I don't I don't quite get it. One three one eight seven three is the number if you've got a question on information services about, especially about COVID. But COVID is not everything that you do. You do other health information as well. Well, exactly right. And uh, in fact, I was I was talking to a friend today who's got young kids, and she was reminding me again of. Um, Pregnancy, birth, and baby, which is one of the lines that uh, gets a lot of interest, obviously, from from people who've, who either have just had a baby or might be pregnant and want to get more information. Um, and we have we have maternity nurses, so we really do have specialist people who can, in the middle of the night, when you've got a child that's crying or you're not too sure what to do, um, you know, knowing that you can call somebody without leaving the house, that can be, you know, extremely comforting to say the least. Um, but we've also got um, other services as well. I mean, My Age Care is one that uh, mm-hmm. we've got probably our largest line, and I have to say um, that's a fantastic service that um, you ring up, and I have to say the call handlers can, I think, answer any question virtually, uh, including sort of where to get sort of, um, you know, lawn mode and, you know, sort of if you need to get an so A-cap done. things. Yeah, Absolutely. Um, I think it's uh, it's interesting. You you just probably I don't know whether you're on the line when we had the call from Margaret, who we'll talk about um, with Cameron. Her problem was um, dealing with the fact that her mother's in aged care and she's noticed a change in her in her uh, men, uh, medical or her mental health actually. And uh-huh. so we've suggested getting the doctor in. And her her immediate response was, "I don't want to rock the boat." Do you think that having information available like you've got helps people to realise you do have rights, you can ask questions, it's just the manner in which you do it and you should get no comeback? Yeah, look, I mean, I think that, um, I think it depends that obviously sort of um, often sort of what age group you're in because, um, you know, the younger people are happy to go online and pretty much, you know, uh, type any, any question in and assume that it's going to be answered. But I can see it certainly with my mother. Um, I mean, she wants to speak to somebody, and that's one of the advantages we have. We have people who have a clinical background who can answer questions, as well as a non-clinical background who can answer more general questions. So that for those sorts of areas where you know people don't want to rock the boat, um, you know, we have we have basically individuals who are on 24/7 um, who can answer any question. And I have to be honest and say please don't hesitate to call. Um, we are a government-funded service for a reason. It's so that anybody in the community can at any point ask a question and get a, a good response, a response that's accurate and timely. So I'll make that number, I'll tell that number again. It's one 800 one or if you have got access to the internet, healthdirect.gov.au. And I'll ask the all-important question because I'm sure a lot of people are, are wanting this to be asked, the elephant in the room. Are your call centres in Australia? Yes, absolutely. Um, in fact, I, I, I visited a number of them, but I have to say, since um, Really Health Direct started, um, most of our staff actually have been based at home. So we've already, in the early days, we were, I think, very conscious of, first of all, flexibility, because most of our um, sort of call handlers are nurses, so they were doing work in between maybe you know shift work that they were doing. So we already in the early days and sort of pretty much uh, thought of how do we get people working from home. So we were in already, I think we were ahead of our time, you know, in terms mm. of getting people to be be in a safe environment. Um, and that's been sort of part of our, our whole mode of doing things. Now tell me, um, you've also got a fabulous symptom checker uh, sort of app thing that people can use. <laughs> yes. Oh, look, I, I mean, I have to say, I love the symptom checker. And um, and I think what's been fantastic is that we deliberately 
very early on built a COVID version of the symptom checker, which meant that you can go online and you can essentially put in, um, you know, it goes very logically through a series of questions. Um, but fundamentally, what it's trying to do is ensure that um, if you're concerned or wondering, for that matter, if you might need to get medical attention or whether you, in some way, you might have some of the symptoms, you can get immediate peace of mind. Um, pretty much, you know, on the, sort of just by pressing pressing all the right sort of uh, buttons on the on the actual symptom checks itself. Now we've had two and a half billion uh, uses of that, so people are definitely going online to calm themselves a little. Now tell me, um, with the uh, the future, what's your take on where to from here? I, I imagine, Karen, I know you're an incredible futurist and I know you're always ahead of your time. What's going to happen? Is this going to become, you know, the use of the way Health Direct is going? Um, is this what we're going to do? Is the telehealth going to become the norm? Um, well, look, I, I, I'll be honest, I'm a little biased um, and I would actually say I hope so. Um, and the reason why is, you know, Australia is a perfect country when it comes to telehealth. I mean, we have this huge geography. Um, it's unfortunately not possible for us to have all of the medical services uh, equally sort of um, allocated across the country. On the other hand, you can speak to a specialist, you can speak to a GP, you can speak to pretty much anybody on a phone line, um, or for that matter on video as well, because we haven't even spoken about video. But I mean, um, I've seen some tremendous uh, sort of work. You know, if you think about it, you could have surgery, you could be home very quickly, and you could have all your post-surgical sort of um, support done after you basically you're back in the home, which is much Absolutely. more comfortable. Look, I think as a profession, um, and I'll talk to Cam um, Loy after this, I think as a profession we've realised we're still living in the dark ages if we think we can't use telehealth. And, and that was always when I was growing up, it was, oh, but you can't examine the patient, oh, but you can't do this, but there's a lot you can do. <laughs> I think well, I think, I think you're absolutely right. And I think the, the reality is, is that there will always be situations where it's going to be better to obviously um, do sort of an actual physical consult. Um, but oh, the reality yes, absolutely. Is, yeah, but the reality is there's lots of times where it's not necessary. Um, mm. And I think we have to consider that, you know, particularly when it comes to, uh, you know, sort of chronic disease management, um, you know, you don't have to do everything face-to-face. Um, and, I've actually and had several of my patients... I had several of my patients say, I've bought a blood pressure machine. I can take my own now. And I thought, oh, you don't have to spend all that money. But, um, well, 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 Karen, I've exactly. just had... actually. I've just had a text from a friend of mine who wanted to say to you that Health Direct helped her establish that her mum was in the terminal stages of Alzheimer's, which meant they can prepare, and she just wanted to say thank you. Oh, oh look, that's wonderful. Look, we we've, um, we actually have some, some wonderful people. Also, we do palliative care as well. So um, I'm, I'm thrilled that we were able to help. Mm. Look, I, I think you're, you are the, um, the unsung, add to the unsung heroes. I mean, providing advice in, in language that people can understand that is accessible to all is fabulous. And I have to commend you on that, Karen, and, uh, oh, and commend the you, government darling. for funding you, frankly. <laughs> I was going to say, so, yes, I think it was, it was done a few years ago before my time, but uh, it, was, it was very much forward thinking. Karen, thank you so much for your time. All the best with uh, Health Direct, and I'll just give that number again, 1-800-022-222-1800-022-222. Open 24-7 for your questions on COVID and on other issues. And it's healthdirect.gov.au. Karen Borg, CEO of Health Direct, thank you so much. We'll be back after this.